share. Yeah. <laughs> that wants to talk about butts and horses. Yeah. Welcome to the official <laughs> Dunstan Checks In podcast, where every week we come in here and we break down Dunstan Checks In, the 1996 film, minute by minute, and pair each of those minutes with another feature film. I'm Lord Andrew. I'm Diet Coke. And we have a special guest today, and I forgot that. <laughs> why would she know to just <laughs> start there? <laughs> Sorry, uh, special guest, please introduce yourself now. And I'm Carrie Griffin, a person. Um, This is the official Dunstan Checks In podcast brought to you by Universal. This is the show where uh, we discuss minutes uh, of the 1996 ape film Dunstan Checks In, and we uh, discuss another movie that we feel pairs well with it. Uh, Carrie, you chose today's film. What, What was it? The film was the... Danny Boyle film, A Life Less Ordinary, which I guess pairs well with the, with anything. Well, it's <laughs> this is our first credits minute. Yes, our inaugural yeah. credits minute. And the, you know, the, the credits signal the end. You know? <laughs> like, this is... So we're, we're, you know, this is almost like a, a victory tour at this point. Yeah, and I've, I've made it no secret... That we're not fans of the movie Dunstan checks in around here, <laughs> mm. and uh, we, you know, we're 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 in the credits, and so we're take we're using this as an excuse to just say, "Hey, God damn it, let us be free and talk about another movie for a change." Um, well, I'm sorry it wasn't a better <laughs> movie. <laughs> no, I'm actually very glad you picked the movie that you picked, Carrie, and we'll we'll get into that when we discuss it. Um, but uh, Andrew, is there anything at all you would like to say about the minute of credits in, in, in minute 80, whatever the hell this is? Yeah, so I'm not going to go name by name, but I do want to point out. So the credits start with the um, we are hearing the song Have Fun Go Mad by British artist Blair. Have fun uh, go mad. Yeah, which played earlier in the Have film when uh, Lionel Spaulding was exercising or something. Yeah. Um, or he was was he exercising? I guess he was. That's how the song goes. <laughs> that is, in fact, how the song goes. <laughs> um, I I do think it's interesting that for several characters, uh, the way that they're credited is last name only, and I'm referring here to Rutledge and Lafarge. That's yeah, their only not, credit. They're not worth their titles. You know? Yeah. Um, I I should ask at this point, Carrie, have you ever seen or heard of Dunstan Checks In? <laughs> I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. I've Good seen the trailer many, many <laughs> times. I do have a weird connection with it that oh. I'm eager to get out to as oh. much of the world as possible. I would love to hear. Um, so back in, I'll say, about 2008, <laughs> when Twitter was young, I remember Rain Wilson, the actor, starting this twitter hashtag joke thing that was based on the show dexter with this the idea that dexter is a show about a serial killer who only kills serial killers so it was other things that start with d who only do one thing for 
that same group of people. And I contributed to this. 2008 Twitter was weird. Yeah, it was Sorry. all hashtag wars. <laughs> this is what we did for fun on Twitter in 2008. Okay. Now we cancel people all the time. Yeah. Um, but what I said was Dunstan, a film about a great ape who only checks in other great apes to the <laughs> hotel he works in. And obviously it being 2008 Twitter and me being uh, probably a college sophomore then, it didn't get a lot of attention. But I felt it deserved more. <laughs> so. wow. that's, that's a good joke. <laughs> Solid bit. <laughs> As the experts, and I think at this point we are the world's leading experts on jokes about the movie Dunstan Checks In. Would you disagree, Andrew? No, I wouldn't. I do I do have to ask, are you aware, did Rain Wilson then steal that joke and try and pretend it was his own? Yeah. No, did I think I would have been... Did he call it a brain been... pancake or whatever? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, it's like, no, I think at the time I would have been honored, but now I would have been enraged. So yeah. uh, I guess it's for the best. I really... Have, have we said that the, that is the official stance of the official Dunstan Checks In podcast that fuck Rain Wilson? Yeah, definitely fuck Rain Wilson. He sucks. Uh, he's uh, not funny. And uh, guess what? Hey, everybody, buckle up because I'm going to say it. The Office bad. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm sorry that we led you into these hot takes, Carrie. <laughs> um, should we talk about a life less ordinary now? Oh, actually, I had some more credits. Oh God, details. more. I'm t- okay, well, this is this is um, because Carrie has never seen the film. But Emily, you and I, or excuse me, Diet Coke. Thank you. I don't know who Emily is. I don't know why I said that. My name is Diet Coke now, as we all know. Diet Coke. <laughs> I Because we have both now watched every minute of this film uh, over the course of uh, over a year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask, do you, uh, there's certain names here that I'm going to ask, do you remember this character? <laughs> Are you going to throw Do- Frau Biedermeier at me? Who the hell's Frau Biedermeier? <laughs> <laughs> I think Frau Biedermeier is one of the, the two old ladies that are soliciting donations. because no, that's Winthrop and Chucklebottom or something. Chucklebottom. Maybe Frau Biedermeier is like someone at the crystal ball who had one line. Maybe she's well, the that's one Ms. with that's the Stokes. That's Tex and Mrs. Tex. Those, oh, that's that's what I called the senator. I've got nowhere to run from you. Jeez. Well, and then, I mean, who's Ms. Pink? Is that um, the woman who comes in with uh, Mr. Dubrow? She has no lines. I don't that, see why. I would believe that's Ms. Pink. Is Frau Biedermeier maybe the woman upon whose breasts sat Lionel Spaulding's glasses and she slapped him? Well, there's also Cucumber Woman, so oh, I don't God think. damn it. I'm trying to get an image of Frau Biedermeier. And I did Good doesn't fucking exist. Fucking luck with that. No image exists of this character. Maybe that'll be our next uh, our next podcast after Dunstan after the official Dunstan checks in podcast. It's like a, a this is a hack joke. I'm gonna warn everybody. It's like a <laughs> serial style audio documentary about finding Frau Biedermeier in the film Dunstan checks in. But you don't want to know what came up when I typed in Frau Biedermeier and clicked <laughs> images. It's it's there. I guess there was a painter called Biedermeier, and so it's a bunch of paintings of Victorian ladies. This is the most useless thing I've ever tried to search for. <laughs> I'm maybe enraged. Someone, maybe someone in who worked on the film Dunstan checks in was a huge fan of this painter Biedermeier, 
and so decided to to name a a, a random character after them. Well, I'm I, okay. So what I'm assuming is is that these 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 characters are listed in order of. I mean, it's it's the billing billing matters, right? So yeah. it's like uh, Faye Dunaway's pretty high up there, but she she couldn't get above Jason Alexander, yeah. right? But then if you go by perhaps it's by lines. So Frau Biedermeier is after Mrs. Winthrop and Mrs. Feldman. Yeah. So who had just just less lines than those two women who are in literally one one scene? <laughs> I I can't tell you, Andrew. Yeah, we get this. This minute takes us through all of the actors in the all, film. Yeah, the entire cast. The entire cast. And um, I, I just almost Googled Frau Biedermeier twice because I thought I would learn something <laughs> the second time. I have a question about the opening credits based on oh. this. Okay. <laughs> um, I, um, so Faye Dunaway is in this movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. So who gets the and? Was it? Or I guess it's a trailer question. But who gets the and? Is it Faye Dunaway or the orangutan? Oh, it's um. Actually, I think it's um. I think I, it's. Yeah, I think. I think it's Rupert Everett gets the and. <laughs> no, it can't be Rupert Everett. That's it absurd. Nineties right. Rupert Everett was a hot commodity, though. <sighs> No, he wasn't. He was in Dunstan Checks In. <laughs> By virtue of him being in this movie, he was not a hot commodity. He would, what else would he have been in then? He would have been in My Best Friend's Wedding and that weird uh, importance of being earnest with Colin Firth. Anytime I look up Rupert Everett, I always it's like a shocking reminder that Dunstan checks in is not a movie where he looks normal. (laughs) (laughs) What does he look like in it? Weird. (laughs) Uh, He's got like like a a weird and a mustache element. Yeah, there's like a weird. uh, He has. I think they are prosthetic teeth. Um, I I say prosthetic teeth. Like they look. I mean, who knows? There could be like fucking like plastic where they sawed off the vampire bits from the dollar store. You know. And like a very obviously fake mustache, but it's not like a joke that it's obviously fake. Like it's in, in the reality, in the fiction of the film, it's supposed to be real. It's just a bad, yeah, <laughs> fake. <laughs> yeah, I um, can't even. I can't come up with anything for for Frau Biedermeier. <laughs> no, like it's just there's nothing there. And I, I and, don't have an answer to your question, Carrie, other than to say I'm certain that it's not the orangutan. I don't think the orangutan gets credited at all until these end credits to be honest yeah this what's is... his name well, um, his, for her his... name sorry yeah <laughs> his name is we discovered early in the in the run uh that it's samson okay but uh, but he's listed in the credits as sam mm-hmm. they're a little casual they're a little friendly with him at that <laughs> well point. and the credit it is it is uh introducing sam as dunstan which i don't believe mm-hmm. is true because <laughs> I, I I have a conspiracy theory. I believe that Dun- that Sam rather was in um what was it Baby's Day Out? What was that movie called? We watched when Sadie was on the uh, oh, on the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, d- what we know is that Samson's sister is confirmed in Baby's Day Out. Um, and I suspect that Samson was also used in some shots, but I I 
We don't, we don't have any kind of official documentation on that. Was he possibly in Babe 2, Pig in the City, as well? I, I oh, wouldn't probably. fight you on that. I guess I just don't know how many working actor orangutans there are. Yeah. Um, not a lot, yeah. I feel like uh, a lot of those roles are being uh, converted to kombuchins and crystals stealing them away from these hardworking orangutans. Yeah. <laughs> This is okay, about, so uh, we're trying to cancel <laughs> Crystal the Capuchin Monkey on this episode. Oh, Miss Pink. We all loved her as Annie's boobs, but did you I... hear what she said about oh my God. gay people? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I believe she said that on the set of Animal Hospital. Is that what it was called? Uh, sure. The one with uh, the kid from the kid. The one with the guy from Weeds. Oh, I. Oh, the brother? Yeah, Justin Kirk. Yeah. Yeah, he was in that, huh? He was the main guy on Animal Hospital, I want to say. I mean, I only saw the one episode. I don't know if there was more. Sorry, we're like deep in our bullshit this episode, Carrie. No, I feel so bad. This is so the bad. first time I've ever heard that anyone saw Animal Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> so that's exciting. Did you watch the show? <laughs> no, no uh, I've never saw it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there was a moment where Justin Kirk was making the podcast rounds, and it seemed like he was friends with all those comedians. And then he, they, no one ever spoke of him again. Yeah. Now, okay, Miss Miss Pink. Animal Practice was the name of the show. Uh, I knew it was an animal hospital. Jesus. <laughs> okay do you do you do you know who Miss Pink was then? She wasn't the the new secretary at the end of the film. No. In fact, I would have never guessed that this is how they were crediting this character. (laughs) Okay, who is she? Um, She's the the woman who starts passing out the um, pictures of abused animals. What? I guess she was wearing pink. Okay. Okay, so I mean, now it it feels even more impossible to determine who the fuck Frau Biedermeier is. Yeah, Frau... hmm. Oh, you know who Frau Biedermeier probably was? Who? The woman that Dunstan hid under in that scene. Oh, you're probably right. Wow. Wow. Doesn't she like sing an opera note or something? (laughs) Something like that. Dunstan Uh, like touches her butt and then she sings an opera note and breaks a glass or some shit like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That seems like someone who would be German in a movie. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Well, I even think she's referred to by name by uh, Mrs. Dubrow. Oh, like, oh, (laughs) Robert. No, a monkey just grabbed Frau Biedermeier's ass. Yeah, something like that. And it's your kid's fault. Yep. Now... We should do, like, a Sweden version of Dunstan checks in based on memory. I think... You say based on memory, but I think we would also purposely make it, like, five minutes long. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Um, Now, another credit that I'm... I'm turning over here is fashion model. Don't, I, I, I don't I just want to be free of this movie. And I know, but it, we what have I'm a lovely is, guest here waiting here to talk to us about <laughs> life as we know it, which is what I keep calling the movie. Life as we know it. That that's was not the what Angelina Jolie and uh, and uh, Monk. What was what's that man's Tony Shalhoub? <laughs> a life less ordinary. That's the name of the. Who was also in this movie? It was also in this movie. <laughs> um, Wait, what? Oh, a life less ordinary. Not not, not Dunstan checks it. Yeah. 
Oh, I wish he was in Dunstan Checks In. No, don't put He's that too on good. him. Yeah, yeah, I don't, don't want to do that to him. <laughs> now, um, fashion model, I believe, is the, what we are referring to as the secretary at the end. I don't know why she's called fashion model, though. Oh, I guess. I, I mean, her role sense. is definitely like hot woman. Like, that's, yeah. that's what that character is. And then... Um, just I I think this I, I was I recognized his name. Oh yeah, Jim Ishida. Uh, shows up right at the end. Uh, he's the guest checking into the the Bali uh, Majestic. Okay. And you would recognize him, Diet Coke, because he played Marty McFly's boss in Back to the Future Part Two. Oh, I know that character. They um made him do a racist accent for that movie. Yeah. Uh, but he he had the he 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 made the rounds in the eighties and early nineties on there all the TV shows. Oh yeah, he was a guest in every single one. Interesting. Anyway, that's uh, oh, and I I had this other note that I thought the credits were extra slow. Would you concur? Uh, yeah, they feel slow right now. <laughs> Well, I didn't. I, I mean, it, it's one of those things where this movie is under ninety minutes, and and sometimes when movies come out a little short, they do anything to stretch it. They want to yeah, hit they that. Just 90 beef minutes. them up a little bit. They 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 plan the credits as normal, and then they just hit one point five speed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's I'd, I'd, I'll buy that for a dollar. Um, yeah, I have nothing to say about this credits. One of the dudes is named Jeff Downer. That's kind of fun. Um, All right. Let's talk about a life less ordinary. I I want to know, Carrie, why did you pick this film? Well, this was a movie I remember watching when I would have been about 13 and really into Ewan McGregor mm. and watching a lot of his movies. And it was one that I remember even then thinking, like, this is a little bit odd. <laughs> so I wanted to see how it held up and... It held up crazy. It's way weirder than I remembered it being, which is saying something. Um, but yeah, I was interested to see if it was much as much of a train wreck as I remember it being as a young teen, or if I had some kind of appreciation for what it was now, which I think I do. Yeah. I, I'm the only person of the three of us, I believe, who had not seen it before b- going into this. Yeah, I had oh. I had seen it before. And in fact, I know exactly when I watched it, and I know exactly how I felt about it. <laughs> is it in your movie log? Well, not only is it in my movie log, I watched it in 2011, which was my first year of keeping a movie log because that was the year that I watched 500 movies. Oh, wow. Uh, so it was it was movie number 310. Okay. I watched it on August 9th of 2011, and my one-line review was, Danny Boyle proves he knows how to make a terrible movie. <laughs> Get yeah. their ass. Yeah. Um, so that, that, now, now you know how I felt about it back then. How do you feel about it now, Andrew? <laughs> I'll tell you what, something weird happened because I, I went into this <laughs> rewatch going, I know I hate this. Uh, and I remember all the parts that I hated. <laughs> and then yeah. I go in and I'm watching it. And then I realize, well, first of all, I Holly Hunter's a great actress. 
and I really appreciate every movie that she's in. So if I had to great. take that. I went great. You know, I can't fully hate this movie because of her. Then I realized that this movie's basically the Adjustment Bureau, which I love. <laughs> you do love this shitty movie, the Adjustment Bureau. I've never seen that. It does seem like it's the same movie. <laughs> yeah, in the Adjustment Bureau, it's two people. They're trying to keep them apart because if they fall in love, he won't. Uh, Matt Damon won't become an influential senator and perhaps president. And it's they're also fake angels doing this. Oh man! Yeah. Well, the stakes are moderately higher than in this movie. Then, I guess. <laughs> um. I liked I liked this movie. Uh, I'm it not did, surprised. It did. I feel, will say that was part of my thinking. I did think going into this. I bet Emily will like this movie. I bet Diet Coke will love you. this movie. Um, I'll tell you though. Even though I like it, it does seem it does seem like sort of simultaneously like a like a spiritual ripoff of both Raising Arizona. Um, and specifically, uh, Tim Roth and Amanda Plummer in um, in Pulp Fiction, <laughs> their their little storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it works, though. I think I mean, Ewan McGregor's got a shitty haircut for the whole thing. Um, <laughs> I tried to draw it five times while watching. The movie. <laughs> I was obsessed with it. Um, Cameron Diaz is maybe the most likable she's ever been in this movie. Yeah. Um and Holly Hunter is like some, some sort of weird angel who is, seems sexually excited by violence. <laughs> if if and if that doesn't all add up to a great movie to you, I don't I don't know what to tell you. We're we're in the game for different reasons. <laughs> Holly Hunter, who was of course in Raising Arizona, one of the one of the movies that I felt like this movie was channeling. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. I think she's weirdly good in this too. I mean, I'm as you say, some of that's just Holly Hunter's a treasure and yeah. great and everything. But they're like she's really hitting the parts of this movie that are potentially good jokes that don't <laughs> quite get across. Her Delroy Lindo's great too. I didn't even get in. I mean, the, the cast is stacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I even think they. they this movie knows exactly how much Dan Hedaya to put into the movie. Oh, for sure. It knows that Dan Hedaya is a, is a precious resource and also, you know, it's it's a concentrated flavor. Mm-hmm. So you just you just you just eyedropper that, that that bit of Dan Hedaya into one or two scenes and that's all you need. Yeah. It'll I flavor I really, the whole pot. I, I I don't think I think I always kind of liked the scenes set in whatever you it's if it's heaven or whatever the hell you want to call it yeah. that to me those stand out as like i like this i like what they're trying to do here i thought it was an interesting implication that there was an american heaven specifically <laughs> yeah. um, i thought it seemed awful because the implication is that they lived and died and now in their afterlife had to get jobs yeah that i mean seems- it it's seems like terrible, but in a way that made for compelling cinema to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
This this movie was also part three in an accidental uh, Maury Chaikin marathon that I had oh. for myself. What other Chaikins did you choose? Well, we started on a previous episode of Dunstan when we watched the film uh, Mystery Alaska, which fe- oh, which yeah. features Mr. Chaikin. Um, and then I enjoyed the uh, 80s low-budget Canadian uh, post-apocalyptic film Defcon 4, oh, uh, which features Maury Chaikin in a prominent role. Uh, and then what do you know? He shows up in this movie, too. I and could I'll, talk about his scene in this movie for 10 years. I end. Go for it. I want to give you free range to say whatever you like about that scene. Yeah, please. I don't know what's going on in this scene. <laughs> I'm not very familiar with Maury Chaikin. In fact, this is the first time I've taken notice of him. I'm this sure I've seen him in something else. Notice of Maury Chaikin. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but he is either, watching this scene, he is either the funniest, best comic actor of all time, or the worst actor I've ever seen. And it's impossible for me to tell which one it is. It's not like mm, a little bit one or the other. It's fully, I don't know, because there are parts of his line deliveries that are so funny to me. The way he says, I'm a normal man, really <laughs> yeah. gets me. That's <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, like, is that because he doesn't know how to deliver a line or is that because he's a comic genius i can't tell well let me tell you as someone who just enjoyed herself a a, a chicken three-peat a little tri- a little uh triplet spin of chicken i i lean towards the former i think he's great i think he shines every time he shows up in something oh boy because he really does a lot with like do you do you a pointless little scene? <laughs> do you remember him in My Cousin Vinny? Oh no, that would be the other thing I've seen him in. Though are you are you a fan of the film My Cousin Vinny? I love My Cousin Vinny. As do I. He's the he is the witness um, who talks about grits. In oh, that film. that's a key. Yeah, yeah, it's a grit, and that's him doing a lot with just a little bit. Yeah. He might be the greatest American actor, is what I'm learning right <laughs> well, now. He's, yeah, well, he's no longer. Not since 2010, well, unfortunately. Well, until then. Yeah. And uh, now all of his roles on... will be played by uh, Rich Vulture, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, we are actually one week away from uh, the 10-year anniversary of Maury Chaikin's death. Wow. Uh, and all, which is also Maury Chaikin's birthday. Whoa! Isn't that spooky? <laughs> He's like, he uh, it wasn't that Edgar Allan Poe also did that. <laughs> sure. He did that. He did that. <laughs> do you think you would want to do that? I feel like I'd want to do it for ease of remembrance for <laughs> for my mourners. Just like a nice clean I, line. She I, was yeah. exactly eighty four when she died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I want to do a six month. Okay, six, six months from my birthday. So that you get a little, you get a little taste of of your next year of life. Yeah. <laughs> just when it's getting too hot in the air to handle anymore. Yeah, then you can All just, right, time to well, die. And, and, and then, and then, if people wanted to celebrate me, they could do both because they're six months apart. That's the farthest you can get apart on a calendar. You know. That's true. Um, I'm I'm just hoping to avoid the whole thing. So that's my answer. <laughs> Just uh, I'm just looking to not do that. 
Down. Not me. <laughs> yeah. Not gonna happen. I'm just not gonna do it. I'm just gonna opt out if everyone's okay with that. You're just gonna sign that paperwork. Yeah. I'm uh you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to go to American heaven and get another job, you know? <laughs> That's not the life for me. Grind it out convincing to now, the, only sort of likable people like each other. <laughs> the 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 wild thing then is that um what Dan Hedaya said was that if they failed, they'd just stay there. So would they then just live other lives, die, and end up back in American heaven? No, I think then you get a dogma situation where they're sort of you just angels live forever? that have been... Yeah, they just live forever and have to hang out on Earth. But then do they feel pain? They, it seemed like they were upset at feeling they feel pain. The, they feel the pain of separation from God's love, Andrew. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like neither of them actually cared about that aspect. <laughs> I mean, Holly Hunter seems like she's doing fine on Earth. She can go back to masturbating, probably, which she clearly seems interested in. That's true. Like, <laughs> or, life or is great for her on Earth. Just reading, reading the erotic novels to Delroy Lindo. Yeah, yeah. That was a weird scene, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. That was a very strange moment in this film, huh? Did you think they were going to end up together at the end of the movie as like a little angel couple? No. No. I thought, I remembered that happening. <laughs> and I thought because of the way they were kind of building her reading a romance novel where he, while he didn't pay attention and then him writing a big romantic poem and her being obsessed with listening to it. It's like, these two are going to fall in angel love and have... <laughs> An angel relationship and have too. angel babies. <laughs> we'll go to super heaven now. I, I thought if if anything, I mean, if the the end credits, after credit sequence, whatever that is, wants to be believed, don't, don't, don't they? Oh, yeah, I did hate that. That was way no, too long. I will say that is a thing that I hated as well in my original watch, and I came around to it this time. Oh, I hated it so much, and I liked the rest of the movie, but I hated that. Do you, do you, did you read why they did the claymation? No. It's, no. I didn't want to know more about it. Oh, I wanted it to end. Truly wild. They um, they were done filming, and then I don't know. Someone was like, "Hey, what happened to the money?" And um, they went, "Oh shoot, we should film another scene where we show them getting the money and what they do with it." But none of the actors were available, so Danny Boyle was like, "Oh, we'll just make it animated." That's what that's that was what happened. Right. <laughs> um, I think I, I will say I think part of me enjoying this movie was that I had recently before it watched the the movie Virgin Territory starring Hayden Christensen and Amisha Barton. And um that's a real bad movie. So whatever movie you watch after that is like a it's it, it feels like a big step up step up, you know? Oh, but I what what I wanted to bring up was are we to believe thanks to that um, animated claymation whatever segment that um, isn't it uh, what's her name's dad and the and the uh, and the bodyguard like are then to be tortured by the two angels that we've been following this whole time oh yeah it did seem like that was the implication <laughs> that is weird yeah it's like they get to go up to American heaven but then they get the shit beat out of them by those two yeah. That's their hell is being in American heaven and being beat up by some <laughs> angels. Maybe. 
This I I have to say this this movie is weirdly tiring though, right? Like there's so much going on. It's weird how Danny Boyle seems to go back and forth between making like critically acclaimed movies and then just like the weirdest fucking dumpster fires. Yeah. Cuz Train Spotting was right before this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Same same writer too. It was him and John Hodge both working together, same team. I like the idea that this is what was in their soul. It was like we did train spotting and it was a big hit. Now this is this is our art. This is what represents us the most. Wait, did you ever watch Shallow Grave? Either of you? I yeah. yes. I feel like that is another movie that it's like it, it's aiming for similar vibes, but is better done and and not as silly. Well, for yeah. some reason they they directly referenced Shallow Grave, where they have Ewan McGregor. Like ripping through the floor of the yeah, of the, the house looking for the money. Very strange. Very strange indeed. And then after this, he did the beach. So I guess the that beach. was two in a row of weird bullshit that no one liked. <laughs> Didn't I thought people liked the beach? I, I don't don't really think people don't like the beach. <laughs> Maybe I just is only that... talk to you about it. Is that Leonardo DiCaprio? It is. I forgot. I he... don't know anything about that movie except that he's in it. <laughs> yeah. I literally forgot that Danny Boyle directed yesterday. Uh, I didn't. The Beatles, the Forget the Beatles movie. The Forget the Beatles movie, yeah. Uh, I... Should I watch that? No. <laughs> it's, yes. It seems There's... like it would make me angry in a fun way. There's no value I want to watch it for that reason. Yeah. Sometimes you want to get um, a, a pleasant sense of outrage from a film. And I... My favorite thing about it from the trailer is that if the Beatles didn't exist, Ed Sheeran would still exist. Like, is that guy not, I don't really understand how they think the progression of like music works and also all the things that the Beatles, I don't know. I could talk about yesterday for a million years. Too. I gotta There's watch a, it. Yeah. Yesterday has some, I think, okay. Diet Coke. What I'm going to say is that I think you'll like yesterday because they also play around with, other things that might disappear from the timeline. I mean, yeah, but it seems like Carrie was just saying they do it in a stupid way. <laughs> they, they do, but when they bring it up, it's like, I think you're going to have that pleasant outrage that you're looking for. Okay. I, mean, I, I, I do think I might get that from the film. Yeah. I think you're going to get that specifically from every time that they reference something that doesn't exist. Anymore. Okay. Oh, that sounds very satisfying in a strange way. Yeah. <laughs> um, is it going to be like in uh, Spider-Verse where you look in the background and they have like Cola Coca is the name of the soda or whatever? Well, it's like that, except then if Miles Morales then turned to that screen, said it out loud, and looked at the audience. <laughs> okay, man, that sounds so stupid. I love it. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Do we have anything else to say about a, a life, life, or- no, life oh. left ordinary? Well, I just I just find this I can't imagine like I one of the things that I took from this movie was just I was mind boggled by how uh completely devoid of any kind of stakes it was because once <laughs> it introduced the element of like her dad is going to send some people after them 
and then it was just the angels anyway. <laughs> it's like, there's, why is anything in this movie dramatic? Can I, know I tell you, and maybe I was just in the right headspace for the film, but <laughs> in my mind, I was on the edge of my seat because I was like, oh shit, what if it, what if it still counts if they fall in love in heaven? <laughs> what if the angels are free to kill them? Because if they fall in love in heaven, it still counts. Oh. I don't think they would. I think if you died because of that person, you'd have they'd hold resentment in heaven towards each other forever. <laughs> Maybe that's you know that's like a reverse Joker's trick situation. <laughs> it seems like it would be that way, but then they cleverly subvert it somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I I can't believe that we've gone this far and haven't talked about the. <laughs> oh my god! In a strange movie where heaven is real, somehow the fact that the robot was real is the weirdest thing to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I have brain damage. <laughs> I don't remember of a robot. <laughs> okay, so Ewan McGregor is mad because he lost his job to a robot. Oh yes, that and when robot. When he goes up the there to yell like the at weird... the boss, the robot comes in and he shoots the robot. Yeah, I do remember that now. I thought that was a dream sequence at the time I was watching it. I mean, you're not. (laughs) This whole movie's like a dream sequence. Yeah, it's my dream because that robot was really good. He (laughs) immediately writes himself. He's an awesome robot. The robot is like if 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 the peep if the like prop department on Doctor Who had come up with R two D two instead of George Lucas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head there. Um, and then the robot comes back at one point, if I'm recalling yeah. correctly. I think the robot's in the claymation sequence. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Do, do, don't they have a robot. flying car in the claymation sequence? Uh, yeah, I believe they do. Okay. Yeah, they fly into heaven where they see the angels and wave to them. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's correct. Would not, and was that an homage to Greece? <laughs> Which is or how chitty, I said it. Bang Bang. <laughs> Um, I've never seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Um, oh, so you should I, I, definitely well, watch that. They <laughs> all end the same way. There's there's like a, a a child collector is the name of a person. Yeah, Chitty Chitty yeah. Bang Bang, the film was written by uh, what's his name, the guy who did who did James Bond. Yeah, Ian Fleming. That's why I started to do Matt Gorley's impression of yeah. him, but towards the end of me saying Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> I think it's how he says it. Yeah. But wasn't it based on a book by uh, Willy Wonka? <laughs> yeah, it was based on a book by Willy Wonka. Fucking idiot. <laughs> it was. Roald Dahl wrote the book, and then Roald Dahl came back, and he wrote the screenplay to Thunderball. We all know this. Okay, I just wanted to make sure everyone knew this. <laughs> because in this, uh, the official Dunstan Checks In brought to you by Universal Pictures. We want people to know this. Yes. They did a little exchange where Ian Fleming wrote a movie based on a Roald Dahl book and Roald Dahl wrote a movie based on an Ian Fleming book. That feels like something we should be talking about. Hey, I got a great podcast for you. It's called James Bonding. (laughs) I know. (laughs) They do get into It's a good show. I love it. (laughs) Um, Is there anything else we have to say about A Life Less Ordinary? I can't believe I got the title right. 
Hmm. Why is it called that, by the way? I mean, it's clearly they do have a, a, a non-standard life. I mean, <laughs> I guess. Was it based on a play? Am I, Or was uh, it just a playwright wrote it? I hope it was based on a play. I want to see how anyone would stage this. <laughs> <laughs> Written by, I think John Hodge is a, he's a dramatist. As uh, well, he wrote tra- he wrote all of Danny Boyle's movies. I can tell you that much. Hmm. Um, oh, he only wrote a play in 2012. What, what, come on, yeah, what yeah. The? Sounds like you're friggin' wrong. It has the title "A Life Less Ordinary." Life, a life less ordinary has big play energy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it does. The film was uh, serialized as a full-length comic strip. In 2000 AD, that's a weird detail. I like that. <laughs> like just focusing on the angels. I'm curious as to what they would take away from this as the the thing people want to see more of. Yeah, I don't know. There was also a novelization scripted by John Hodge, yeah, who wrote the screenplay. Um, I, I went to the production section though to see if it was based on anything and literally all the production section on Wikipedia says is that most of the film was shot in Utah except for the mansion scenes which were in Malibu <laughs> that's all that was the thing I was curious about uh, where do they live they, they mentioned multiple times that it's really difficult to find a good dentist there but surely they're just supposed to be in California somewhere <laughs> I don't know. I found it very strange, the hyper-focus on Stanley Tucci, not just a potential husband, but also a pretty good dentist. I think that was just like, you know, the way like in movies, like a, a either Jewish or Italian mother like wants you to marry like a good lawyer or a good doctor. I think I, I interpreted good dentist as like, as one of those, like this is a man who has achieved... But they kept saying it's so hard to find a good dentist. Here. That is true. <laughs> that just feels like a like a a weird through line. It's just like something they just keep saying. Some movies just want you to believe something so much that they just keep saying it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess like ultimately he was a a good enough dentist to perform some kind of surgery on what looked like a cantaloupe covered in fake hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, him stabbing that was bad. I didn't like watching that with my eyes. <laughs> There's some strong stuff in this movie. You can put it that way. Um, yeah, yeah we, it's a weird time. Shall we close the book on a life less ordinary? <laughs> I suppose. <clears throat> Uh, just to jump back into the minute for a second, the the final Why? credit that we see in this minute of Dunstan is second assistant director Carol Kelligan. That and is a fun name to say, Carol yeah, Kelligan. And that's and that's the end of the minute. I just <laughs> wanted that's the cutoff. That's it. Yeah. And now the minute's done. We can throw it in the can, and by which I mean the trash can. That's right. Uh, Are you going to watch every minute of the credits as well? Yeah. Yeah. There's like five of them. (laughs) Yeah, we just did a party of it last time when we were doing Mario. But that was mostly because we had promised to watch each minute the number of times that it was. And it seemed 
um, impractical to watch just credits 100 times in a row without like some kind of party to distract us in the background. Yeah. It was also your birthday. And yeah, but that's how he, that's just how we got people to show up. <laughs> Sometimes a birthday party is a secret podcast. <laughs> that's the burden of being a podcaster. Yeah. Sometimes you have to feed your birthday to the machine. <laughs> um, Carrie, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Um, I I draw um at what's in your rotten soul on Instagram. I do um animal portraits largely uh every single day. It's a little web comic. Largely about my mental illnesses. It's um, very good. I've I, I've been a fan of What's in Your Rotten Soul for for quite some time now, and I enjoy it quite a lot. I also am giving. Uh, if you go there, I have a link to. If you donate to stuff, I'll I'll send you free art. So do that. Donate to good causes. <laughs> oh yeah, do that. And Shall I, true. <laughs> Oh, do we know what next week is? What the hell? Uh, do is it one of our choices or is it going to be? Uh, I think it's our special, our next choice. special guest, and we don't know what it is. So I'm going to have to insert that at a later date. That's okay. Fun. So then the next movie we're watching on this podcast is cool. <laughs> All right, so you can find me on other podcasts such as Nothing New, a remake podcast that I host with Justin Keys on. Every month we talk about film remakes. We pick a movie and the movie that's based talk on. about film, baby. Or <laughs> old and new ones. It took you this long into our podcast journey <laughs> to come up with a song to sing during my Nothing New plug. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I'll take it. <laughs> Uh, you can find that at benvnetwork.com slash nothing new. Uh, another show that I do is called It's On My List. You can find because that at onmylistpod.com. Is on <laughs> Every my month, list. me and a group of friends get together and talk about movies that people say we should see or that we say other people should see. And uh, we kind of get down to why they're important and and, uh, and how all that works. Uh, so that's it's on my com, And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at podcasterandrew. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at VeryCoolEmily. And if you want to check me out on Twitch, just go to DietCoke.cool. Um, you can also uh, rate and review us on uh, wherever you listen. Um, that is that is this is this anything? A, a podcast app that's called Wherever You Listen? Oh, I like that, actually. <laughs> um Rate and review us, and in the text of your review, I don't know why I'm doing this one first. I usually save this for last. Mm. Um, in the text of your review, uh, uh, I don't know, Andrew. I don't have anything. I save um, me, Andrew. In the, in the text of your review, uh, write uh, the name of your favorite Maury Chaikin film. Okay, I like that. Carrie, we, every week we do a review challenge where we sort of like Paul F. Tompkins used to do on the Pod F. Tomcast, and I'm sure that is a reference that makes sense to you. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, but it's at this point, I think we've been out of ideas for like 20 episodes at this point. <laughs> we sometimes we we realize that we we just go back to the well with something Star Wars related <laughs> or something yeah. food related. Those are our yeah, two big that's ones. That's true. Um, um, I forgot to mention my Twitter. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
it's not important. Oh, no, um, it is. <laughs> but um, I, I'm, on Twitter, I'm C E Griffin. That's the word C S E E E Griffin. I couldn't get it with two E's. I've, so, can I tell you it, in my head? I guess because you always come up in su- anytime I need to find you on Twitter. Uh, you come up in the suggestions anyway, but I, for some reason in my head, I always thought it was S E A Griffin. Like I tried to get C. that one too, and someone has it. Oh, I'm if so also, sorry. So, well, I mean, that's if anyone has any tips on how I can get people who aren't using Twitter accounts to get me their name. Yeah, I wonder if I can great. get at Diet Coke. I wonder if we can do with that one. I, I thought I heard that they just did a, a clean out, so you might want to check again if you haven't checked recently. Oh, I checked today. Oh, okay. okay. I <laughs> I checked very recently. <laughs> I checked frequently. What? Maybe maybe have... at Diet Coke opened up though. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> you have a really good chance of that one, I think. Um, are we done? <laughs> I show. Up? I don't remember. You you did the review challenge and then you acted like you did that out of order and I don't remember what. Well, you we have a Patreon. Say. We have a YouTube page. We have a yeah. Twitter. You know, it's yeah. all over there. It's all over there. Uh, um, go to the YouTube as they as we say. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pokemon, go to the YouTube. Pokemon, go to the YouTube. Oh, <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> what a bummer! <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> and remember, Dunson is spelled with a U. Fuck. And we're checking out. To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. Nothing new is something new. That great poets imitate and improve... Where our small ones steal and spoil. Hi, I'm Andrew. And I'm Justin. And if it wasn't readily apparent at that, we're huge nerds about remakes. That's why we're doing the Nothing New Podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a remake in detail and its original, covering them in whatever order they come out, from Wizard of Oz to It and beyond. They're remaking Stuart Gordon's 1986 sci-fi horror classic From Beyond? Oh, no. Not yet. Oh, that's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Justin and I, and maybe a guest or two, to explore the wonderful world of remakes, film by film. Remakes have been done forever. People talk, but Scarface don't even know that was a remake. Oh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Antoine Fuqua. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.